Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. This is episode 68, and it is Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. And uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys coming back around to check out the latest episode of our podcast. Uh, just wanted to start off with a quick little recap of what we posted up for you last week. Um, episode 66 and 67. Uh, episode 66, which we published on June 13th, was about using a tool called Loom to create video content. Really cool concept there, guys. Uh, the Loom tool is perfect for conveying thoughts to team members or partners or bosses or superiors or you know clients or whomever by using a combination of your screen, your voice, and your face if you choose to show it. Um, and, and, and sort of voicing over things that you present on the screen. So you can actually use that tool to create content for your social media channels. I mean, you can use the tool you know, as it was intended uh, for collaboration purposes internally and that sort of thing, but you can also use it for content creation. So check that out if you guys uh, need some ideas on creating content and how you might go about that and stuff. Uh, episode 67, we really kind of dove into podcasting. Amazingly enough, it was the first time that I'd really gone there uh, in, in, in 67 episodes. I think, you know, we talked about voice along the way. We talked about uh, why podcasts can be helpful from like a content repurposing perspective, using the audio to turn it into text, you know, to, to chop up that text or chop up that audio into smaller clips. Uh, so we, we had covered some things before in podcasting, but we really used episode 67. Uh, it was about a 15 minute, 16 minute episode to start sort of laying some more groundwork on like why would you want to do one, how does it help you professionally, where you would distribute from, uh, just like we do here on Anchor, uh, which then takes takes the podcast and distributes it on multiple channels uh, thereafter. So if, you, if you're curious about podcasting or you want to get started in that direction, I would say start with episode 67, take a listen to that, and if you're ready to come out of the gate, you know, you, I think you, you can start right after that. I mean, it's a very simple uh, uh, starting point. Uh, to, to get into podcasting, but if you need more assistance or you're, you're curious about what we can offer you uh, to help you with your podcast, uh, definitely reach out and let us know. So today, there's, there's something I want to talk to you guys about um, that I was kind of noticing. I, I think you guys probably picked up on a recurrent theme over the last 10 to 20 episodes. Uh, mentioned TikTok a lot. There's a lot of reasons I mentioned TikTok a lot, but the main one is the incredible reach that's possible on that platform. Uh, and what, what you can accomplish there organically without paying a dime uh, to, to be found or to be heard there. Uh, so that comes up a lot. And, I, and every time I mention TikTok, I make sure to mention why at that macro level I'm, I'm bringing TikTok up and because of its incredible organic reach and power right now. But specifically, um, something I was noticing on the platform, just sort of experimenting and just sort of observing there, and this doesn't just apply to TikTok. This is this is something you're going to find on all platforms, but it just you know the the bell rung for me while I was actively engaged in an exchange on TikTok on a particular topic there about finance and taxes and that sort of thing. Um and that is the the need I don't want to say need. I mean you don't need to do it, but the power of being polarizing with your content. And you say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa hang hang on a second, Chris. What do you mean polarizing?" Polarizing sounds bad. You know, polarizing sounds like a bad thing. Like it's like it's like it's not going to be good for my business or it's not going to be good for my content. Well, when I say polarizing, first off, let me say what I don't mean. I don't mean being offensive. Of course, you're not going to do that anyway. 
I don't mean being provocative in a, you know, in, in a way that could be considered controversial or something like that. But I mean within the confines of your profession and your business, taking positions that are likely uh, are likely to create a division of opinion. Now, when I say it that way, I don't say that they're guaranteed to create a di division of opinion because if they're guaranteed to create a division of opinion, it probably means you're maybe pushing the envelope a little too far because you may be saying something that's gonna like automatically create a backlash against you and we don't want you to go there. But if you say something like, for example, I'll just, I'll just give one off the top of my head and, and from a world that I've had some, some involvement in. As a US tax preparer, if I said to a client, uh, or if I put this advice out, let's say, on one of my social media channels, and I said, hey, if you have a home-based business or you have a small business, you absolutely want to claim the home business, home office deduction, right? Now, if you're in this world, you know what I just said can be somewhat controversial. Not in a, you know, not in a negative or provocative way, but it can, it can spark discussion because some tax preparers are going to tell you, eh, Home offices are risky. The IRS looks at them very closely. The IRS usually audits people who claim home offices, so they're, they're, always, they're always kind of on the radar screen for them, so you probably want to stay away from them. But on the other hand, you'd have other tax preparers say, look, it's a legitimate deduction. The IRS has made a provision for it in the Internal Revenue Code, so why wouldn't you do it? If you have a business and you're operating out of your house, you know, primarily out of your house, and you maintain the space as an office, and you aren't faking it, then why wouldn't you claim the deduction? You know, so, so the point is, by saying something that is, let's say, located in a gray area, right? It's not black and white, it's not a definite yes or definite no, or hey, it's legal, or hey, it's illegal. Okay, by operating in that gray area, but sort of firmly planting my flag, I then create a situation where um, my audience is likely to fall out on one of two sides there. Right, so some of them are going to come into the comment section, you know, assuming people are commenting on the content, which is which is what we're hoping for, of course. And some people are going to come in and say, "Hey, yes, I, you know, I take the home office deduction. There's no way I wouldn't take it. I legitimately earned it and deserve it because I run a business." And then other people will come into the comments and say, "Oh, this is risky. I got audited over it. I, you know, you, you shouldn't take it. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about." Blah 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 blah. Right. And all the while. The engagement on your post, the engagement on your content is going, the engagement factor is going to increase and increase and increase and increase because people are in there commenting and the comments are piling up. And to the algorithm, and I can't sit here and tell you how much each of these platforms values this sort of thing on their algorithm. We just know at a very general level that platforms like to see people commenting on content because it means the content was compelling. It doesn't mean that they want people to like it. In fact, I mean, you know, it's kind of curious, you know, YouTube removed the thumbs down counter on videos. It used to have, you know, how many likes you had, then, you know, thumbs up, it would tally those up, and then the thumbs down, it would tally those up. You had a number there too, right? But then they changed that and they took away the thumbs down counter. And so now all you get are the number of likes, the thumbs up, and then if there are thumbs down, it just, it just says thumbs down. I mean, there's no number there anymore is my point because they felt like it was hurting people's feelings, I guess, or whatever. But the point is that even if people don't like your content, the algorithm is gonna say, this person was compelled by this content to make a remark about it. This person stopped what they were doing 
and took the time to go ahead and, and put a comment in the comment box, right? So no matter what that comment was, I mean, unless it's obvious spam, which I'm sure these algorithms are catching better and better these days, uh, but if it's a legitimate comment from a legitimate account, it doesn't even matter what it's saying. It doesn't matter if it says you're wrong or you don't know what you're talking about or this or that. It just matters that people are being sort of polarized into taking up a position with your content and then expressing it. Okay, so being polarizing and finding ways to get people, you know, and again, this isn't the sole reason you make the content is to like generate some firestorm, right? I mean, obviously you're making the content to be helpful, to be useful, to, to, to display your knowledge, to show what your business is capable of, to show what your product is, whatever the case may be. But the point is you, you want as an outgrowth of that to create content that encourages and generates interest such that you get these types of comments. Now, what's also interesting is not just people commenting on your stuff, but when people start commenting you know, in the comment section and they start replying to one another. So if you get a situation where let's say person A says, hey, thumbs up on the home, home office deduction, there's no chance you're gonna get audited. And person B comes in and says, you're definitely gonna get audited. I got audited and it, and, and it ruined my business. And then person A responds to B and says, that's impossible, you know, there's no way you'd get audited just for that. And then person B comes back and says, I have the papers to show it, blah, blah, blah. And they go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. What you've now, uh, at a deeper layer, accomplished is showing that not only are people reacting to your content, but it's so compelling, it's so polarizing that the people are commenting on each other. People are actually going back and forth with one another down the line. And I mean, there was a, um, there was a post I saw on TikTok that literally, like I saw the, I saw the post, I mean, excuse me, I saw the comment, and then underneath, if you know on TikTok, like maybe you'll see like one sub comment or two, and then it'll say like view all replies, and it'll have a parentheses with a number. And I swear to God, it was something like view all replies, and it had parentheses like 98, or you know, 47, or 107, you know, whatever the number was. But it was a big number. It was like this one comment that somebody made, and then it was just a series of people going back and forth and back and forth. And that was just one comment. That was, I mean, there were many comments on this thread, I mean, in the hundreds. Okay, so it was a very compelling piece of content, got a lot of response. And then on top of that, not only did you get a lot of response, but there were people who, who responded on top of the responding, okay, who were going back and forth with one another. And I mean, the, the, the disagreement was actually pretty vociferous uh, from what I recall. But, but it, it really, I mean, that was the moment that I said, hey, I need to make an episode about this. Uh, for our audience to, to think about how do you make content that gets that kind of reaction out of people? You know, how do you get that, that kind of movement going on your content? And so, anyway, I don't want to draw this out too long, guys, but I want to encourage you, when you post content, don't get hung up on, oh, is everybody going to agree with this? Is, this? is this perfectly presented so that no one has an issue with it? You don't really want that, to be honest with you. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be wrong. You don't want to post anything inaccurate. You don't want to post anything misleading. But you want to post things that reflect your view of the situation or the work or whatever it is you're, you're, you're looking at faithfully, right? And when you do that, sometimes it's not going to, you know, sometimes it's going to be a universal truth. Everybody's just going to be, you know, jump on board and have no problem with it. But a lot of times you're going to find that if you are putting your position out there, in a so-called gray area, and you are faithfully representing your position, you are gonna get back and forth. You are going to get people who come into your comments and say, you don't know what you're talking about, you're wrong. 
Okay, I've, I've seen it over and over again. I mean, some of the prominent people I follow in the finance space who have had tremendous success, there are people in there telling them they're wrong. There are people in there telling them they're not doing it right. Okay, so even, you know, if those individuals can get that kind of feedback, you and I can get that kind of feedback, okay? So, so bottom line is, look to make value-added, compelling, faithful content uh, to your position, to your view of how things fit into, uh, into the so-called gray area, okay? So anyway, just want to leave it there, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to uh, this episode 68. Uh, we will be back later this week with episode 69. And then the next week, amazingly enough, we are on the precipice of the midway point through the year. So probably do an episode uh, or some segment of an episode about that, where you guys should be with your, with your digital marketing and your social media and you know doing sort of a mid-year look or mid-year review of that. So we'll probably have that for you. Uh, most likely either in episode uh, 69 or 70 uh, next week, or it might be right after we get into the second half of the year. We'll see. Uh, But look out for that, guys. But uh, this week, uh, look for a new episode. Uh, Probably Thursday or Friday we'll get uh, episode uh, 69 up. And uh, I erroneously said next week would be 69-70. Next week would be 70-71. This week, of course, is 68 and 69. So thanks for joining us, guys. Check us out on Facebook and LinkedIn at Transform. Go to the website, transform.com. Like us, share us, subscribe to us here on the podcast. We super appreciate it, guys. Uh, As always, check out, I sometimes leave this out, guys, but check out our YouTube channel. You can find the podcast there with with graphical uh, illustration and the words on the screen and that sort of thing if you prefer to, you know, have YouTube up and uh, take in the podcast that way. So thanks again, guys. Really appreciate you listening, and we'll be back soon. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye.